I'm gonna cause you to walk into peace quickly. I'm gonna get your mind back quickly. Shit yeah. about how that. For God said, I am for you, say the Almighty Word of Israel. Hello loves and welcome back to She Podcast. I thank you for joining me on my fourth episode. This week I will be opening up about my experience with psychosis. Last week I discussed me finding God again and coming back to church for the first time and how everything seemed to have gotten a lot worse before it got better. So I'll get right into that. The weeks following me going to church for the first time I was still dealing with a lot of bizarre things I was having terrible nightmares um, like night tremors to the point where I was seeing things in the dark and it really started to get bad to the point where nightmares was almost a privilege because any other time I was not sleeping I would go days at a time without sleeping Along with that, my appetite was gone. I wasn't able to eat anything. And I was being tormented of thoughts of death. Like, it didn't matter what I was doing, where I was at. It was like I would have audible voices telling me that I'm dying. And this was an everyday thing. Almost like anytime I felt like I was doing something to get my mind off of where I was mentally, I would just get this strong feeling of just terror and fear and be told that I'm dying I didn't know how I didn't know why but it was almost like I was accepting it at one point like I don't know how it's going to happen but I am certain that I'm dying by this time it was around Christmas and I was Christmas shopping and I knew that this would be my last Christmas with my children. I didn't know how, but I was convinced that this was it. At this time, I wasn't able to open up to anybody about what I was dealing with. I didn't know how to open up about it. And I think a lot of that was a part of the guilt of feeling like I put myself in this position to be punished. I felt like I had did something that couldn't be undone and I was dealing with the consequences and now looking back at it I realized the closer I got to God in those moments the worse I would feel like the more I would read my Bible which was every day I was listening to sermons every day I was trying to listen to worship music every day and I really felt nothing and When I did feel something, it was more so like fear, like the Bible, the words was distorted in a way that kind of went towards this narrative of me dying or me being punished. The main thing that went through my head most of the time was me being in a space of unforgiveness. Like there's nothing I can do at this point to be forgiven. So I'm kind of going through the motions, praying every day and trying to seek God. And even though I know what he said through people to me, I feel like I still went too far. And everything that I'm dealing with is kind of like my own hell that I created for myself. And it was hell to the point where I was fearful in my own home. Like even getting up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, I would see figures in the middle of the night shifting. I would still have these scary, terrifying visions. 
and this went on for weeks I noticed myself to I started to fall into this feeling of not being able to trust anybody around me like I felt like something was going on and everybody was a part of it to kill me basically I felt like my soul was in limbo like some kind of way I got my soul taken from me and I was fighting to get it back I eventually came across this prophet on Facebook that I reached out to and I had a meeting with her one day it was over a video call and I explained to her everything that I was dealing with and she started praying I remember she asked me if I was a dreamer which I've always been a person that had really almost like prophetic dreams like my dreams have always been crazy and coincidental and I told her that at one point I was a dreamer but as of now I'm not because I'm not sleeping and I feel like my dreams have been taken from me she told me that I would get my dreams back and after she finished praying she asked me do I feel any better um before that she told me that once she was done praying that I was going to start spitting she said you're going to start spitting things up and the stuff that you are spitting up is going to be demons she then asked me how I was feeling and um I remember I told her it feels like it's a grip on my head which it literally felt like something was grabbing my head and the more she would speak the harder it would squeeze the top of my head due to psychosis there's a lot of things that I feel like I misconstrued or I can't properly remember everything that took place towards the ending of that conversation but I do remember her sending me these emails and she told me to read these emails and and some of them I have to find myself which some of them were scriptures and parts of the Bible and others were, I honestly can't even remember, but I do remember immediately after that phone call, I was literally spitting for probably about two hours. And she told me not to dispose of the tissue that I spit in anywhere but the toilet or someone somewhere outside of my home because that is demons leaving my body I do remember that and I remember my boyfriend thinking he was totally off put by the entire conversation and exchange with this woman after receiving the emails I remember um, me and my boyfriend were going out of town we had to take a quick trip and I was reading the emails while he was driving and he kept telling me like babe stop reading that just just stop reading it the more I would read it the more I felt myself going in this daze and I can only describe it as a daze but I remember not looking at him the same anymore I didn't look at anything around me the same anymore everything just became really distorted and I started to become very fearful of everybody my trust was completely gone I 
don't even remember everything that I read in these emails, but I remember it made me feel like I was in danger. I remember getting back home and on the way back to my house, I knew that I had to get away. Like, I don't know why or what had happened, but in my mind, I had to get away and I wasn't able to trust not even my boyfriend. And I remember getting to the house and it was myself and my boyfriend and another person. And once I got into the house, I already had a plan that I needed to leave. I needed to get away. So I turned around and I immediately just seen like demons on the people's faces that were in my house. Like their face was distorted to literally like a demon. In my mind, I'm completely panicked, but on the outside, I managed to remain calm. And my boyfriend, knowing that something is off, but he couldn't put his hand on it, I went upstairs and I came back down and I said I was running to the store real quick and I never came back. I blocked his number. I called someone for help, which was my children's father at the time, and let him know I didn't feel safe and I couldn't understand what was going on, but I needed to get away and I needed to do that now. My boyfriend, who was obviously very confused, um, was no longer able to get in contact with me as I said I blocked him as soon as I left the house and even still I felt like either he had a tracker on my car and had somebody following me or some kind of way I felt like he was following me and it was just this big ring of people trying to hurt me my ex-husband took me to meet one of my friends who took me to a hotel um, and nobody really understood. Well, obviously, because I didn't. Nobody understood what was going on, but they knew something was not right with me. Um, I remember going to the hotel and I still felt like it was demons following me. Like I was banging on the walls. I was screaming and I was trying to run away from things that were happening in my mind, but to me was very real. I reached back out to the lady I had spoken to earlier that day that sent me the emails and I told her that um, I'm losing my mind and I'm very aware that I'm losing my mind at this point. So I'm going to a mental hospital to get checked out. And she told me, I shouldn't do that. She said, you are being tormented by a deceptive spirit. You don't need to go to a hospital. You need to go home and you'll be safe. I ended up going to the hospital anyway, but I stayed what I believe was overnight and my sister came to pick me up. The day that she picked me up ended up being Sunday, so... My first thought was to go back to church. Why I did that, I do not know. I ended up running out of the service. And 
I remember one of the ministers came after me and I was trying to get away from her because A, I didn't feel safe. And a part of me was still trying to come out of whatever it was that I was dealing with mentally. So I remember I told her like, I don't understand what's going on. This isn't me. And I remember she looked at me and she said, do you think I don't know that this isn't you? I know exactly what this is. I remember after running from her, I came back and she was praying and I was screaming like I can remember screaming a scream that I can't even describe but it was during her praying and after that I went home and I was trying to basically get myself together I was in a space where I knew I didn't have control over my mind but I was also in a space where I knew a lot of things are spiritual so I knew I needed help but I felt like if I went to get help they're not going to listen to it from a spiritual point of view for me to explain like this is where this started it would just be treated as a mental disorder when I really felt like that was something I needed to pray my way out of and that night after church I remember going into this trance again um, and that's the only way I can describe it it's like a trance where I know I'm not there but it's almost like I was watching myself from a space where I was mentally well at myself losing my mind if that makes sense so I remember I was looking in the mirror and at the time I had locks I started cutting all my locks off in my mind I felt like they were connected to some type of evil and I no longer felt safe with the locks on my head so I remember standing in the mirror and cutting them off and as I was doing it the part of me that was still there I remember pleading with myself like Nisi please get it together like what is going on? I'm not understanding what's going on. And it was almost to a point where I was breaking down because the part of me that was still there was understanding that I was no longer in control of my mind and what was going on. So I called 911 and I told them to the best of my ability that I needed help. I was going through a mental breakdown and I need help by the time they got there I was terrified of the people inside of this ambulance like I was absolutely terrified I didn't see them as people that work for the hospital or transporters I seen them as people that were abducting me and I was the one that called them and they got me to the hospital and I remember me trying to flush my phone or no I filled the sink up that was in my room and tried to put my phone in there because I felt like I was being tracked and the nurse came in and she was asking me like what are you doing and I said I need to get rid of this phone 
and I remember her taking the phone out like sweetie you don't have to do that it's okay and um I went off on her like I remember going out of my room I was walking around the hall screaming at the top of my lungs about witchcraft and I was oh my god like I I was going off in this hospital and anybody that knows me know I'm very reserved like I don't like attention drawn to myself so even thinking about that is <laughs> it makes me cringe but I can still visualize me going off in this hospital a with my head bald because I just cut my locks off of my head the locks that I did cut off I had stuffed in my shirt because I didn't want anybody to have access to my hair and security was trying to subdue me it was about four of them and they eventually had to give me a shot a tranquilizer whatever it was to calm me down I remember spending the next several hours begging them to give me a chest x-ray or whatever was needed because after the shot they gave me I was struggling to breathe like I don't know if it just calmed my system so much that I have no idea but I remember I was struggling to breathe I kept asking the nurses to check me like I can't breathe and at this time COVID was a big thing so I was like I don't know what's going on but I can't breathe and I remember the nurses kept telling me, like, that's not what you're here for. They refused to do it. Um, and then I fell asleep. And I woke up to a gentleman transporting me to the behavioral hospital. Um, and that's pretty much where I spent the next 12 days. Um, I was put on several medications to kind of get a hold of what was going on. And that's when I was told that what I was dealing with was psychosis. I had never heard of psychosis. I had no idea what it was. Um, I remember the doctor telling me that basically it is my mind playing tricks on me and the things that I was seeing or envisioning experiencing wasn't real and I remember having a very hard time accepting that the things that I was dealing with during that time wasn't real like I felt the threats were very real I felt the danger was very real so I had a very hard time coping with my mind really just did that to me um my time in the mental hospital i did notice i started to feel a lot better um i was opening up a little more i didn't feel as afraid which i have felt afraid for months by this time and i was opening up so by the time i got home i expected like the same thing like me getting better but I was on so many medications by the time I was released it had put me in a state of absolute panic I felt like a zombie um 
My speech was slurred. I couldn't stand for more than a minute. It was just so much going on with these medications. It was so much going on with these medications. I've always said that I'm the type of person that if it says 1% of people experience this, I'm going to be that 1%. I was not able to eat. I was not able to sleep. I was having terrible night tremors. Um, and that lasted for a very long time. The more they would manipulate my medication, the worse I would feel. And I eventually got into a place where I was like, I think I'm going to wing it without medication. And I feel like that's when I started feeling better. I'll say probably about eight to 10 weeks from my discharge from the hospital is when I started to feel more like myself. Um, that's when I started reaching out to people who hadn't heard from me in literally months, even people that's close to me. I said earlier that I felt like I was going through the motions, um, reading my Bible every day and praying every day and listening to worship music. And after a while, I started to feel it and I knew that I was on the right track. It was almost like I felt nothing in the beginning like I was doing everything and I was saying everything and I was praying and I was seeking God but I felt like he couldn't hear me or he had turned his back on me and somewhere around that healing journey between those eight to ten weeks I felt like I was in his presence again. I could literally feel my mind coming back. And somebody that's never experienced losing it, that doesn't sound as great as it is. But me noticing the progress, like, I remember I was keeping track with my boyfriend, like, okay, I feel 40% better and I feel 70% better. But me noticing the progress, because it was a point where I never thought I would get back to where I was especially in the beginning like I see so many times people lose their mind and they're just gone like they're never the same and I just knew that was going to be my story while it is very true that I am not the same person I'm not the same from before it happened and I will never be that same person but now it's not a point of me trying to get to that person because I come so far spiritually like my relationship with God has flourished since this happened and as I expressed before before all of this God to me was a friend of a friend I knew of him but now I know who he is I know exactly who he is I know his character and I know his heart I know despite any decisions that I made that go against his will or went against his will, that he still accepted me back with open arms, even in the moments where I felt like, which I know now that was nothing but the devil telling me that I had gone too far. God never gave up on me. 
he never turned his back on me and the more I kept going as I said the closer I felt like I was trying to get to God the worse my attack became even as I got more spiritually mature I started saying like the devil is showing his hand because when I would reach new levels or God would reveal certain things to me that's when I noticed the attack and after a while it's almost like a pattern like okay the closer I get to God the closer I get to my purpose the closer I get to me using the tools that God gave me the worse my attack is so I felt like during the process of me coming back to God um what I seen as God giving up on me was more so the devil getting to a space where he knew how God was going to use my voice fear was his biggest tactic (laughs) and now that I've gotten a lot more spiritually mature I can expect these things and this is probably the hardest thing I've ever had to open up about even people that are close to me don't know a lot that surrounded that situation they know pieces even my daughters knew pieces but there was a lot of things surrounding me going through psychosis and me going down the path of finding my own spirituality or just a path of healing and peace and I say all the time now it doesn't matter how uncomfortable it makes me if my experience can help anybody else through their experience it doesn't matter where you are whether it's mentally emotionally or spiritually there is always a purpose that is going to prevail if you see God like I don't feel like I ever would have seek God the way that I do now had I not gone through that experience so as painful as scary and as traumatic it was if it was all for God's glory or to get me where I'm at or to free other people then it was worth it the thing that was supposed to shame me I'll use to free other people and even to free myself from whatever could possibly hold me back from that situation and I'll use it however it needs to be used to help other people absolutely nothing in my life can go to waste even that story so I thank you guys for listening. You have no idea how hard it was to open up about the details of this experience. But I thank you guys for listening and I hope for you to tune in next week. Feel it's my time, think it's my year, yeah, yeah. I really feel it's my time, think it's my year.